0: Hi Ali. Hi Colleen, how are you doing? So you're you're, you're in the UK again. Uh, yes, how, how's life back. treating you at the minute?
1: Life is treating me very well. I'm just uh, posting a photo. Jameson sent us two bottles of whiskey when we played our show in Dublin. So I'm just uh, writing them a little email to thank them. Very um, nice. It, but we've been, it's been great. Life has been really great. We're having a really good time.
0: And, and you're in Manchester tonight, is that right?
1: Yes, we are in Manchester tonight.
0: Part of it, I part- think
1: it's Satan's cobble or something like that. The name of the place is really funny.
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no doubt you'll see plenty of uh, strange names as you're going through the UK. Let's face <laughs> it. And it's part of uh, like three festival dates that you're doing this weekend, isn't yes,
1: it? Yes, that's right. The looking... Dot to Dot Festival. Um, yeah, I'm look, really looking forward to it. I wish that we had maybe a little bit more time. I would like to go see some other bands. Okay. I'd like to go... Yeah, I know that we'll have wristbands, so <laughs> I, I wish we could kind of reap the, the benefits of uh, playing this festival a little bit more. I'd really like to go see some other acts.
0: It's not something you get to do, though, often, is it, when you're on festivals? like no, like Turn quick no, I... on, off, in a way.
1: Yeah, I have up? to uh, remind myself that I'm at work. Yeah. Even though it's really fun, I do have to remind myself that I am on the clock, and it's not all fun and games.
0: But you do occasionally get bottles of Jameson's given to you, which is. Exactly. Which
1: is, you know what I mean? It's fine. It's, it's
0: okay with me. <laughs> so, I mean, the UK, this is the, I think this is your second sort of trip over here, isn't it? You did one date in London last year and then. Yeah. Um, how, how do you find the UK compared to, to Canada, let's say?
1: It's it does seem to be a little bit different. People are a little bit more. I don't know, a little bit more willing to get excited, I think, maybe mm. about things. Um And uh, people will buy T-shirts and CDs and stuff. It's kind of a bit... Everybody over in North America can, can kind of be a little bit too cool sometimes, you know what I mean, for yeah. that stuff. Yeah. And I think that there is a certain amount of value that's placed in being import. You know? Yeah. Where, I mean, just the same as... If an English band came to Vancouver, it would be different than, you know... uh Canadian band, right? People are sure, yeah, yeah. excited about it. So. I think
0: we will have quaint accents and all that sort of thing. Gee, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the Canadian scene. How, how's how do you feel that? Because that, there's quite a few bands coming out of there. Um I'm thinking like Monster Truck and, and One Bad Son or two bands that I've heard of recently that are making quite a big noise over here. Um exactly. Do you think that Canada is coming to the, to the fore musically at the minute, or?
1: I don't know. I would like to think so. I certainly hope it is. Um, I know we're always slugging away down there, but I think maybe there's this kind of return to sort of roots roots rock, maybe. But there's so many different things going on. Um, There's a lot of really great electronic bands that are coming out of Canada as well. Um, I was having this conversation with somebody a couple days ago. And I feel like maybe in Canada, because the music scene and the industry is so, it's just not like it is in, in you know, for London or in in the U.S. Right. It's a little bit, it's a little bit more far-fetched for us to think, you know, that we're going to be rich and famous. It's just, it's not quite at our fingertips, right? you know what I mean? Yeah, like growing up in Vancouver is really different than growing up in New York or growing up in London. Right. You know, just in terms of the people that you meet and the opportunities that you get. And I feel like maybe in Canada, there's a lot of room for experimentation. It's kind of low pressure. Mm-hmm. So maybe we have the opportunity to to make music without sort of an end result in mind.
0: Without having to not, think of the...
1: the yeah, not have the it, it be... Sort of really goal oriented and just kind of just making music for the hell of it sure and i think that maybe that gives us the opportunity to kind of explore a little bit i don't i mean i don't i don't know i mean i I, I, there's there's so much good music that comes from everywhere but that might be some sort of an advantage that we have
0: okay and i mean growing up in canada then um what we are early influences and stuff like that And, and read a lot about you you're into gospel and stuff like that and then the little mermaid or something was one of your biggest influences
1: yeah i mean i i like uh, everything influences me you know you walk through the world and you just can't help but um but find things that i don't know inspire you Mm -hmm. um but i really loved i listened to a lot of whitney houston and a lot of mariah carey um, cause, but just my generation, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I listened to really just so much Motown. It was all just the Supremes, The Temptations, edit James. Um, I really liked, uh, fifties and sixties girl groups. Right. I was really into the Shangri-Las and just kind of, just sort of enamored with that whole, that whole culture, This that, the fifties and sixties and, um, you know, big Cadillacs and seafoam green, and you know,
0: my favorite color. and
1: poodle skirt. I was I was always really into that, and I thought that, that was really I was a little bit obsessed, as a matter of fact. Right. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you still have that obsession, then, or?
1: I know I I love it. I still I still really love it. How the Shangri La's made some really cool music, yeah. just the fashion and everything. It was such a hotbed. I mean, it was kind of. The swing in sixties happened after that, but that was when people were just sort of, when, when that fire was just starting to ignite, you know, with, mm-hmm. with Elvis Presley and, and just young people, the teenagers, you know, when, when, when being a teenager became this, this thing. Yeah. It was the baby boomers. They just, they come back from the war and the, all these kids were just taking over. Yeah. And it was a really cool time. It was finally that generation had a voice and had some power. I think that, uh, it's, it's a really amazing time. I mean, there's nothing yeah. like it, yeah. you know, in history. And it, it was so important to the way that our modern world is sort of um, has sort of materialized so, yeah, yeah. from it, you know, and, and those people, those people that were teenagers during that time are, I mean, like think about Bob Harris, who I just had the opportunity to talk with, at sure, TV, yeah. a lot of tastemakers. They, they are the people that kind of set the tone for the second half of the century.
0: Yeah, and you you mentioned Bob there. You've just recorded. Have you recorded the session for him now? Or? Yeah,
1: we did. Yeah. We did do that. It was so cool. he was such a nice man, he's and what a legend. A,
0: well, absolutely a legend everywhere, not just in the UK, but uh, oh no,
1: not yeah. Yeah. So he's, yeah. He's a total legend. That was huge. I mean, BBC is all. I mean, the world over. It's a really great standard for mm-hmm. for people and a lot of people look to them to sort of see what's going on next. A lot of people just the UK in general has got a wonderful wonderful reputation for um sort of seeing what's going to happen yeah. and setting the tone for things and um a lot of a lot of really great bands and really great artists have broken over here before they have in the rest of the world sure, and everybody yeah. else kind of follows suit. So we're just absolutely tickled about the great reaction we've been getting over here and um, from everyone. We're really lucky.
0: Because it's always nice to go back over and then you've got this little buzz going over. Oh, yeah,
1: exactly. Really well, and I think thing. that I
0: think
1: from Canada, I feel there are a lot of successful musicians and bands that come from Canada, but they never are successful because they've got their break in Canada. Yeah. You know, you yeah. have to sort of leave. I feel like Canadians are a little bit... They need other people to tell them what's cool before they can jump on the bandwagon. Almost. You know, um, I I don't don't want to throw my country under the bus. (laughs) I love, I love my country. I love Canada. Um, but it's, um, it is interesting. I feel like even as I was growing up, until I moved to New York, like I always wanted a band. And it wasn't until I like moved to New York and then came back home to Vancouver and they're like, "Oh, you lived in New York." Like, "Oh, like, okay, well, l- we'll start a band. Now you you must be cool." Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, yeah, because you've been there and yeah,
1: that, or some yeah. I don't know. It's it's just it's a funny thing. It's
0: a yeah. funny thing. Uh, and obviously when you you started the band, um your new single which is out Love is a Madness, it's out on Monday. Uh, I was reading that was actually written almost immediately when mm-hmm. you got the That was one of the part.
1: first songs that we wound up writing. Um, Parker and I we call them the kitchen sessions.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When we first met, um, he would just come over. He was living in White Rock, which is like two hours on the bus away from where I was living. And he'd come over and hang out. Right. And we would write these songs. We'd sit on the dirty kitchen floor with a huge bottle of wine and cheap, cheap, terrible, awful wine. And we'd sit there and we'd write. And yeah, Love is a Man, as he showed up, uh, with this sort of riff. And the the chorus, uh-huh. and then I filled in the rest of it, and it happened so quickly. It happened. A lot of those songs ended up being written in an afternoon. Right. You know, just just so so fast. It was kind of one of those things. We were really blessed. Almost like somebody else was writing them for us. We just needed sure, yeah. to put the pen to paper.
0: Uh, and has that continued then? That the, I mean, do you continually write while you're on the road and stuff? Do you get much chance to to do that sort of thing? Or it's
1: really hard. No, it, it's it's. Um, we have a lot of songs that are kind of in the wheelhouse right now. Yeah, but it is. It's really hard. I mean, when you're not when you're not in the van traveling or on a ferry or loading in and setting up or mm-hmm. trying to shower or eating, mm-hmm. you really just want to relax. Yeah. Um. So it's been. You have got a lot of songs that are kind of half done, and it's been hard to find the time to um, to stop and finish them. Okay, but we will eventually. It always happens eventually.
0: Because obviously, you've got a bit of a you've got the rest of the tour in, across Europe and Germany and and stuff like that. And then, will you be going home to Canada and, and resting for a little bit, or have you got yes. more? Yes,
1: i be so looking forward to that. <laughs> um, I miss my boyfriend. <laughs> Um we're going back. We've got a couple other shows in Canada that are lined up, but for the most part I think we're just going to try and chill and hopefully record the rest of this album that we hope will be released in
0: 2015. Okay. And 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 the recording side of it then, do you like to um are you one of these sort of bands that just does it all in, in one go and overdoes little bits or do you like to sit and get it I mean, all right? I basically
1: when you see us play live, we I don't like to we what you hear on the album is all of us playing at the same
0: time. Right.
1: Some people will do, you'll do that once and then everybody will go in and do their own little yeah. bit individually.
0: Yeah.
1: And we'll, we can overdub if we really need to. Yeah. But for the most part, what you hear, um, is what, is what's going on. That's really what, ha- what is happening in that exact moment. That's being recorded. Like work song. Yeah. Work song is one take. Right. You know? And it's one Vocals, is, we vocals as well, it.
0: and obviously you don't just go in and redo your vocals afterwards for spilling. No, I mean unless
1: it. it's necessary. Yeah. But there's just something that's a little bit detached when you go in and do it like that. Yeah. I'm a firm believer in perfection isn't always the best. Yeah. Thing. You yeah. know, sometimes I mean songs are living, breathing things, just like people and just like emotions, and that a flawed, a flawed song that's that's truthful. Yeah. Is better than a perfect song that.
0: A a lie. I mean,
1: yeah. Mm. Or not even a lie, but just, you know, I'm, I'm not, we're not trying to pull the wool over anybody's eyes. What you see is what you get.
0: <laughs> Excellent. And, uh, you mentioned there about missing your boyfriend and stuff. What what else do you miss when you're out on the road? What are you looking forward to when you get back to Canada?
1: Well, lo- really looking forward to finishing these songs and getting back in the studio. Mm-hmm. Really, really looking forward to that. I'm looking forward. It's, Vancouver's so beautiful in the summertime. It's just, such a beautiful city. I really want to get back on my bicycle. I ride my bike for about two or three hours a day, usually. Right. And now I barely have time to take a shower so when I'm on the road. So it's like I'm really looking forward to going and, and, and riding riding my bike along the seawall and um yeah, you know, just seeing my friends going to the beach and playing some more shows. But just really looking forward to um to kicking back and relaxing and just enjoying the summertime.
0: Excellent. And the the new songs and is there any major change in in directions or is it no?
1: It just pro- progressed quite a bit because I mean, like I was saying, those a lot of those songs were written with me and Parker on a kitchen floor and an acoustic mm-hmm. guitar. Mm-hmm. And now that we're a full band, that's we're writing with the full band. Often the guys will jam and then and record the jam, mm-hmm. give me music, and then I'll write to it. So just the the tone of the songs is, is a little bit different. I mean, we're all still. We also have the same, like, loves and influences and stuff, but it's mm-hmm. getting a little bit more progressive, a little bit more psychedelic, a little bit more rock and roll.
0: Okay. Yeah. Have you picked up any stories that you're going to use for lyrics while you've been out on the road, then? Has anything happened? A couple.
1: It's, yeah? A couple. I write from a very autobiographical standpoint, and sometimes that can be a scary place. Um and I am afraid that some things will be revealed that maybe I would not choose to tell people. But, but yet, you know, the songs need to be written.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <clears throat> so that's a little bit nerve-wracking. I'm a little bit scared. There's There are some people that I'm afraid to have hear some of the new songs that I'm writing. <laughs> a little frightening. but But that's fine. I think that's a good thing. I mean, as long as it's not... Damage any relationships I have, which sure. it might. I don't know. Right.
0: Um, you're not going no, to be that obvious in naming names in the songs, though, are you? What's that?
1: No, so I that leave names out of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take the fifth. It's my for only while. saving grace. But <laughs> I can play dumb. Somebody confronts me and they're like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs>
0: so, uh, uh, your name, obviously, Colleen Renison. um I'm kind of guessing that you have Celtic. Ancestry, Scottish yeah, or Irish I have, um, lineage. Yeah? i
1: well I'm Irish, Welsh, French and English and Scottish. Just just you know You're my a Mongrel. Just You're just a mongrel her, heart, around yeah. all those <laughs> islands. Um, but this it's so great to be here because this is where my roots are, this is where my family sure. comes from. I actually have my Irish citizenship. Right. Um through my father's side.
0: Okay. So that must have been nice getting over to to go to Ireland and stuff. Then yeah,
1: eh? we only had we were weren't even barely there for twenty four hours. Just there oh, in Dublin, weren't you? Right. I'm so, a little bit pissed at the record label for not giving me a little bit more time. Right. We were supposed to book a show in Glasgow.
0: Right. And
1: they dropped the ball on that. I don't know. I'm going to be a little bit more hands on next right. time we book a tour. That's for sure.
0: Well, hopefully you'll get up to the northeast and and uh, come to Newcastle is a good. That's good right. I think here. we
1: will be up there soon.
0: Excellent. That's good.
1: Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm really looking forward. We were here in the UK just for one day right, uh, last time. And so it's, I'm really looking forward to tonight, the next few days, really sort of get a feel for, for England in a way that we didn't have the opportunity to before.
0: Excellent. Well, Colleen, I'm not going to take any more of your time. It's been a pleasure to talk to you.
1: All That's right. Me. Bye-bye. All right, cheers. Thanks, Thanks, again. Thanks, Colleen.
0: Take care. Bye-bye now.